Life is good. Life is bad. Life is incredible. Life is terrible. Life is extremely long, yet awfully short. Life is easy. Life is hard. Life is extremely complicated and complex, yet so simple. Life is a journey. Life is full of love and filled with joy, but it's also full of hurt and pain. But ultimately, when it's all said and done, life, it's yours. Life is a masterpiece waiting to be created and filled with all the aforementioned ingredients. See, each day you wake up, you're given a brand new blank canvas to create the greatest masterpiece possible. And you have to do that with whatever ingredients you're given. Yours won't look like anyone else's, nor should it, but ultimately it's yours. No one would even bother creating or enjoying art if every creation was simply the same. So now the brush is in your hands and this day is filled with endless opportunities. What incredible masterpiece will you create with today's ingredients? It's time to live and love life. Why you ask? Because you can. You don't need any other reason, simply because you can. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, and all of you wonderful people listening to the sound of my voice, welcome back to the Vitalize Podcast. You're here with your friendly neighborhood host, Mr. Marcus Black. And I am so utterly excited to be with you today, man. I can't wait to be with my people. What up, family? I'm so glad you've decided to tap in with me for the next 37 and a half minutes. I don't know exactly how long this is going to go because I'm shooting from the heart, which I always do. So thank you for joining. Thank you for coming here. Thank you for investing your time into this process. Here's what I promise you. My guarantee to you is that I'll never waste it. I will never take for granted the time that you're giving me to hang and to be able to just spend time, to be able to invest, to be able to pour out, to be able to develop, to be able to give you the tools, the tips, the tactics, the strategies that you need to level up your life. Because in this community, the vitalized community, the vitalized tribe, we're all about giving love. And we're all about giving life. That's literally what the word vitalized means. It means to give life to. So if you're not about that, then you're in the wrong place. But if you like having real talk conversations, serious conversations where we come together, we come to the table, we share our hearts, we share our gifts, we share our passions with one another in a real, genuine, authentic way. Welcome to the family. Because you only a guest once. Now that you're here, you family. So thank you, thank you, thank you. I got some cool things that I want to talk about, man. It's been a couple of weeks. Life has been wild for me. When I say wild, I mean with all caps. Caps lock wild. <laughs> because you know my heart, man. If you guys have been rocking with me for a minute, you know my heart is to pour, 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 pour out into the world. I made a commitment to myself at age 18 after almost losing my life. <laughs> And more importantly, I made a commitment to the giver of life that I would spend the remainder of my days pouring out 
everything inside of me to give back and make this world a better place. I had no idea while sitting in the midst of one of the worst years we've all faced 2020 that in just a few short months on the beginning of 2021, my life would change forever because of social media of all things, right? Because of an app called clubhouse. I know many of you are here right now connecting with me, rocking with your boy from clubhouse. What up clubhouse family? If you don't know what clubhouse is, it's a new social media app. Currently it's invite only. It's kind of exclusive, but they're working it out. They're working the kinks out. It's in beta mode, but they're going to open up the world. And it's like a virtual conference, basically like you, Imagine you walk into a huge, massive arena and there's like in this arena, it's divvied up into all these rooms, big rooms, small rooms, medium rooms with people from all over the world talking about all different types of topics. And so, yeah, you go in and you find a room that interests you and you can participate in the conversation. And I've been able to connect with some of the most incredible human beings on the planet. I've been able to have my faith restored in social media. I feel like Clubhouse is putting the social back in media by allowing us to connect, allowing us to talk, even though it's voice only, it's no frills, none of all the, the extra curated content of the other sites. It's just you, a tiny, tiny thumbnail, your heart and your voice. But those things resonate so deeply with the people on the app. And so I've been able to gain a little influence, been able to connect with a lot of people. And so now that was able to transform things for me. So because of it, it's led to speaking engagements all over the world on a daily basis. And so that's tied your boy up a little bit. But guess what? Never going to be too busy for my vitalized tribe, my family, my people. So I got one for y'all today. Woo, it came from a place, man. You hear that? <laughs> you hear that? That was pure excitement of where this message came from. And so last week I was being interviewed by the soul sister success circle. Say that three times fast. And as they were interviewing me, they were talking about my story. And so we got into the beginning. Many of you have heard it. Some of the humble beginnings, some of the difficulty, the pain, the adversity that I faced in my childhood that kind of went on to shape who I am and then that near-death experience accident, and then from that moment, we kind of got into, okay, that's where that was like a wake-up call for you, and then what happened? And so we got into where I am now, how I was working for the church, and how I went from that to doing the things in the community, serving as an urban missionary, serving as a content creator, a podcast host, an author, all the things. And they were like, wow, that's amazing. You're killing it. We love it. Yay, go Marcus. Until... One lady had a question and she said, Marcus, I have a question. She said, because I hear where you are now and that's remarkable. I'm so happy for you. Like in my soul, I'm happy for you. That's amazing. You're winning. You were able to turn all of that pain into something more powerful and equate it to purpose to be able to walk in it and impact people. I said, "Ooh, girl, yes, you are right. That's exactly what I'm doing. She said, but you also talked about those humble beginnings and that painful place that you come from. I know many of you listening to the sound of my voice can identify because you come from your own painful situations. You come from your own background of trauma of chaos, of abuse, of all of the negative things that tear us down in this life. So she said, okay, you come from that. And here you are now as this budding beacon of light and hope. But 
She said, ooh, I'm feeling in my bones. She said, but what about the middle? You can tell I feel this one. I got chills when I said that because as soon as she said it, something I got a download, as Mr. Les Brown would say, who I also met on Clubhouse. Shout out to the new mentor, man. I got a download in my spirit when she said that. And I said, you know, we do make a lot of a lot of uh, noise about the winnings and where people are. And when people are successful, we make a lot of fuss and we give a lot of credence to that. We also talk a lot about those humble beginnings and have a lot of admiration for people who come from that. I said, but when you think about it and when it's all said and done, the magic is in the middle. The magic is in the middle. The magic happened from a place of chaos in my life in the middle season I said what you don't realize about that question is my awakening happened at age 18 and a half at age 20 I was found I found myself here with this new sense of purpose like I know I'm here for a reason because God kept me but I don't know what it's for what am I supposed to be doing what is it all for I did not know who And so I went on this journey and this pilgrimage from age 20 to age 30. I spent 10 years in the wilderness. And in the time, the wilderness felt terrible. It felt like isolation. It felt like confusion. It felt like loneliness. It felt like sadness. It felt like grief. It felt like loss. But when I really think about what happened in the wilderness, I realized that in the wilderness is where I learned how to make fires. In the wilderness is where I learned how to hunt and fish. In the wilderness is where I learned how to survive and thrive. All of this was in the middle. I learned how to hunt in the middle. I learned how to thrive in this life. In the middle. And so, of course, I'm speaking metaphorically when I'm talking about building fires and learning how to hunt, fish, gather and survive. But what I'm saying is. I acquired the skills that I would need to succeed in this life in the middle. I walked out of that season with a whole tool belt of tools ready to maximize my purpose. See, the secret sauce is in the steps. The secret sauce is in the middle. And I wanted to talk about this for a minute because maybe you're listening to the sound of my voice and you're not quite where you want to be yet. That's okay. Many of us aren't. You're not quite where you're going to be yet but you're definitely not where you used to be. So you can see the progress you've made. You can see how you've overcome the adversity. You can see that you're not where you used to be. But when you look at that, you realize that you're not where you want to be. And you find yourself in the middle. If you're listening to the sound of my voice, I want you to know with everything that's inside of me, the magic is in the middle. 
And so what I want to talk to you about today for the remainder of our what 25 minutes, I said we were going 37. It probably won't be, but I don't know. We're going to see. We're just about to get into it. So for the remainder of our time, I want to talk about three key takeaways or things that I learned in the middle. And so we're going to get right to it without further ado. Number one, I learned that failing does not make you a failure. That's failing doesn't make you a failure. And in that season of life from age 20 to 30, I failed again. And again, and again, and again, I say, you might as well call me Michael Jordan because in his famous quote, he starts quoting statistics of all the times he failed. Then I missed this many game winning shots. I lost this many games in my career. But at the all, when he was all said and done, he said, I fail. And that is why I succeed. And I bring that up because that was my story as well. I remember getting out of college and trying to find a job and thinking, I got a degree, this'll be easy, right? Nope, I was wrong. Cause I got out of college uh, early on, like 2008, 2009, 2010, it was like on the back end of a horrible recession in the country. I'm thinking this'll be easy, right? Nope, the world was in chaos and shambles. Jobs were not readily available or accessible. And I'm like, man, why is this so hard? I got a degree. I didn't think it would be this hard. I'm getting married as a newlywed. When then I do, I'm taking temp jobs, which are ending like abruptly. No, uh, no warning. So here I am finding myself looking at a wife in my eyes as a newlywed asking, are we going to be able to survive? And I'm telling her, I don't know. Coming home to eviction notices, coming home to not being able to have food or being able to afford just basic human necessities. Having a one-year-old, not even a one-year-old baby, not having food for the baby, no formula because we weren't able to breastfeed, not having diapers to put on the baby's bottom. Yeah, I'm talking about it, the middle. And all of these things could make me feel like a failure as a human, a failure as a man in my soul. I was going on all these job interviews and doing great and looking great and sounding great and feeling confident, getting to the last step in the process and being told, I'm sorry, we went with the other person. Either you weren't qualified or they were more qualified or you were too qualified. And I'm like, man, you cannot win for losing. What is wrong with me? And maybe you're in the middle. And things aren't going the way you wanted them to. You find yourself having difficult moments or having some things fail along the way. And you're asking that question. What is wrong with me? And the answer is absolutely nothing. But we've just learned this way of Thinking we've learned that if I fail, it must mean I must be not be doing something right. But I want to encourage your heart right now that learning how to fail is imperative to the success in your journey. Learning how to have those difficult moments teaches you something. If you will open your mind to let those things fill your heart and fill your soul. Please trust me when I tell you that failure is just an ingredient that's going in your pot that's going to produce the greatest culinary masterpiece in your life. So be encouraged, my friend. Pick your head up. 
Walk with your head held high and know that when you have that stumbling block, you're not a failure. Nothing's wrong with you. Pick up the pieces, learn the lesson, learn the blessing, keep moving, keep growing and keep going, which leads me right into number two. Second thing I learned in the middle is that every season of your life serves a grander purpose. And the reason I say that is because I remember people are asking me about that area of my life. And I was like, man, this is such a waste, man. I wasted. I used to say this all the time. I wasted 10 years of my life. And maybe you, like me, have found yourself in a season of life where you weren't living up to your fullest potential and you were going through things in life or going from one adversity to the next and you were struggling and you found yourself feeling on the end of that season like you wasted time that you'll never get back. And what I want to say to you is this. You didn't waste any time. You didn't waste it. That season serves a grander purpose. And I didn't realize just how much the things that I was learning, like how to navigate, how to connect with people the right way, how to serve people the right way, how to develop my gifts, how to all the things I was learning. If you've been in a relationship, I hear this a lot and you get out of a relationship, it ends on a bad note. And people say, I wasted all that time with that individual. There's no such thing. The only waste of time is if you just sit and consume in social media all day and not walking out your life's calling. <laughs> but if you start talking about going through difficult seasons or working at a job that didn't fulfill you for a long amount of time or being in an unsuccessful relationship for any amount of time, you didn't waste anything. That time is not wasted. That season serves a purpose in your life. And that season of your life is what's going to give meaning to all the other things you're doing because purpose itself is the meaning of the sum total of your lived experiences. So what does that mean? It means that what purpose is in its essence is how you make those seasons count and how you make them matter based on what you learn from them and how you apply what you learn, which is the definition of wisdom. The definition of wisdom is the application of knowledge. So you gained a lot of knowledge. Maybe that knowledge was how not to find love, how not to function in a relationship, how not to treat employees when you're working in a company where the people and the bosses and those around you don't value you. Maybe that's what you learned. And if that's the case, you're going to take that with you. Leverage that information. Use it to impact and change somebody's life, including yours, my friend. So that's what I need you to know. Every season serves a purpose. Don't question it. Don't ask why the pain. Don't ask why the adversity. Don't ask why. Instead, ask what? Because I asked why a lot in my life. Why did I go through this? Why did this happen to me? Why is this unfair thing happening to me? Why are they mistreating me? Guess what? That is a recipe for me to sit in my mess and cry myself a river. But until I switched it up and said, okay, not why did it happen? What did it happen for? How am I supposed to use this? to make somebody else's load lighter? How am I supposed to use this to make my life better? How am I supposed to use this to make an impact in this world? And once I shift my focus that way, I learned in the middle that that season of my life made me who I am. That season of my life equipped me for the journey that lies ahead. 
which takes me right into my third and final point of today. <laughs> and number three is I learned to sharpen my axe in the middle. And what I mean by that is I've always been told I've been good with words. I knew that I used to write poetry in like fifth and sixth grade, like next level poetry. I had a paper so good in college one time that I was such a horrible student because I was like a ridiculous underachiever. I didn't like going to class. I hated doing homework. I only did just enough to skate by. You know, that was me for most of my life. I haven't always been as driven as I am today. So that was me at that time. And I was doing this and just skating my way by. And so I finally decided to put my all into a paper because I needed it to pass. Wrote the paper so good. The teacher was like, yeah, bro, you didn't write this. Who wrote this for you? I'm like, I wrote it. Like, no, you couldn't have. I was like, didn't you run it through your software? Because they have a software to see if you plagiarize. Yes, I did. But that doesn't mean you wrote it. I'm like, I'm sorry that you can't see the brilliance in my mind. And part of that's my own fault because I've been underachieving. But I wrote this paper. They were talking about kicking me out of school before eventually I had to realize, okay, he says he wrote it. We have no proof he didn't, but I'm telling you, I've always been gifted with words, but I was an underachiever. And so in that season, in the middle is where my gift was honed, crafted, sharpened to where I could be on point when I shoot my darts. And so what happened, I got a job at a mega church, came in. It was great. It was incredible. So many wonderful orators, so many people who could speak so well, so much charisma, so much life, so much energy. And I'm like, man, I wish I could be like that. How many times do we do that? I wish I could be like he. I wish I could be like she. I wish I could be like they. How many times do we do that to ourselves? Don't do that to yourself. Because I did it. And that leads to nothing but chaos, sadness, and destruction. So when I got that job, I knew that I couldn't be like them. And so the, one of the first things they told me, all right, we're going to have some training, give you this notebook so you can prepare your teaching because we're going to get you. You're going to teach in front of these people. You're going to teach them this. You're going to take them on a journey. I was like, whoa, hold up. Can't do it. Sorry. Didn't sign up for that. I was like, I love helping people. I'll help them one-on-one, -on -one, but I'm not getting on the stage. And they were like, you are. I was like, I'm not. They were like, yeah, you are. Comes with the job. You got you got to. And that made me freak out on the inside. I know that's probably hard for some of you to believe, but it made me freak out on the inside. I didn't believe that I could get up on a stage and say things that would impact people's hearts. I didn't believe that I had the voice. I didn't believe in it. I was scared of it. I felt insecure about the way I sound. Yes. Spoiler alert. If you like my voice, I don't. <laughs> I hate to hear the sound of my voice, but I think that's just a human nature thing. I think we all feel that way. So you just got to learn to work through that because bottom line is not about me. I don't show up and do this podcast or get on stages to speak to people for me. It's not about me. It's about the message in my heart that can help another human being. So that being said, in that season, even though it was difficult for me, I'm not going to lie. There were a lot of times I hated it. They would put me on stage and it was like tough and it was all this intense coaching and you got to say it this way or move and maneuver that way or you got this time limit or you went over your time or you didn't really captivate the heart. You just like all this stuff. And I'm like, man, why is it so hard? 
What I didn't know, what I didn't realize is that that season was an intense season of axe sharpening. That season was an intense season of me adding tools to my tool belt. And now everything I do, every speech I have, every connection I make, I see it through the lens of the preparation that happened in that season. So if you're in a season of being sharpened, guess what? When If you've ever watched iron be sharpened it takes iron and it's all this heat and all this friction and all this rubbing so it doesn't necessarily feel good but the end result is a sharp blade that can cut through anything and you my friend you are that blade are you allowing your axe to be sharpened are you looking at your current situation in the middle as adding the tools to your tool belt, even if it's moving slow? Took mine 10 years. Even if it's moving slower than you wanted to, even if it's you feel like it's not moving at all, guess what? It is. And every season serves a purpose. And slow steps are better than no steps. So I need you to walk and I need you to know that you are gifted beyond measure. I need you to know that there's something that's inside of you that's dying to get out. And you were created to get out here and utilize that to serve somebody else. But you feel discouraged because it's not breaking through how you want it to. It's not breaking through when you want it to. It's not moving the way that you feel it should. But guess what? I need you to know that the magic is in the middle. So while you're in the middle season, I need you to dig in. I need you to focus your mind, your energy, and your attention. I need you to pay close attention to what you're learning. Pay close attention to who's pouring into you. Pay close attention to the tools you're adding to your tool belt. And know that you can change the world. Know that nobody is better than you. Your voice matters. I don't care if they seem to be further ahead than you are. Every person has their own race. And I don't want you to trip and stumble and fall trying to look in someone else's lane. Stay in your lane and run your race with the way that only you can with your gifts, with your passions, with your dreams, with your heart, with your goals. And go change the world. Why? Because you can. Let's go, family. Vitalize.